from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Time now for our pregame visit with Bears head football coach Guy Morris, brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance Companies. Helping you is what we do best. And, Coach, really since the last game of last year, that Oklahoma State game, uh, I know you and your guys have been pointing toward this season, and uh, here it is kicking off today. It's finally here. You know, we've been uh, – I was just thinking about that yesterday. We've, we've been in camp since August there. We were still in summer school when we started. It seemed like it's taking forever to get here, but uh, – uh, it's going to be a great night and a great afternoon, and hopefully our kids will come out like gangbusters and get after TCU. The John Morris Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Obvious question uh, for you is you're playing your alma mater today in TCU. Uh, does that get the juices flowing a little more than normal? Well, I'm kind of jacked. Yeah, it'd be great to knock these guys off. And, uh, you know, it's always fun to play against your uh, your alma mater. Uh, there's been some things said over the last few weeks, but... Uh, <laughs> We'll settle it out here on the field today. Uh, a rivalry that goes back to Southwest Conference days. I mean, these players really don't know about that, but I think you've you've let them know about it. Yeah, we have. We talked about the series, and, and it's pretty evenly matched, you know. And, and again, TCU's a good football program, but our kids are gassed up. They're ready to play. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. And welcome, John Morris Show, on this Tuesday. Uh, you recognize the voice that is uh, going back to Guy Morris's days coaching here at Baylor, 2003 to 2007. We'll remember Guy Morris today as he passed away this morning in uh, Kentucky at the age of 71. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Aaron, uh, sad day, uh, somber day, really. Uh, you think back on Guy Mo, and you were telling me your thoughts about him. And I think, uh, you know, I just have very positive thoughts about him and his time here at Baylor, working with him, dealing with him. I love that guy. I loved him and his family. And, and certainly uh, we send out our condolences and prayers to his family. Yeah, it was – I didn't obviously have as much – you know, interaction with him as you did, but I did have some and just my interactions and just seeing him with everyone else, including you, including the the, the media. He was just a super, super nice guy. And he had some memorable wins during his tenure as Baylor's head coach. One of the biggest wins in program history when they beat Texas A&M in double overtime, you know, Sean Bell to Dominique Ziegler to end that long Losing streak, what, 19 games? 19 straight. Yeah, I mean, we it was A&M. Yeah. That's, huh. since I was a very small kid, you yeah. know, yeah. I mean, that, that Baylor had been losing to A&M in football, and that ended under his watch, and just, it is a really sad day. There was that big win, there was a big win over Colorado, a triple overtime win up in Boulder, uh, uh, an, an interception in the end zone sealed it, but a big, big win there, so several of those. Uh, in his career, just not enough, 2003 to 2007 for Guy Morris. And, uh, again, he coached at uh, the University of Kentucky. 
before he came to Baylor, uh, came into a Kentucky situation that was not good at all, turned it around, followed Hal Mummy, worked with Hal Mummy for a while, uh, followed Hal Mummy on an interim basis for one year. That was 2001. And uh, uh, NCAA rules violations, sanctions, no bowl for 2002. But still, they went 7-5 and five in 2002 and set uh, a bunch of school records that year. So he did a really good job there and then came to uh, back to his home state of Texas. Remember, he's from Colorado City out in West Texas and coached at Baylor from 2003 to 2007. Uh, when he left here, he coached at A&M Commerce for a few years, coached a couple of high schools back in. I mean, he's just a coach. He's right. born to loved coach. It. Yeah, he loved it. A couple of high schools and then retired. And then, unfortunately, a guy who played football 20 years, 15 of which in the NFL, uh, mostly with the Philadelphia Eagles and then finished with the New England Patriots. It's sad to say, but it was just a classic case of CTE, uh, the chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which, uh, you know, football players from that era, especially offensive linemen and I guess defensive linemen, but maybe even more so offensive linemen suffer with that. And Guy had uh, dementia and Alzheimer's in his latter years. And it was just really, really sad. Um, sad to see and sad to hear about. Uh, and then he passed away today. Yeah, I remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking because I saw a picture of Coach Morris. And you just rem- I remember him from his time here. And he was a big guy. Yeah. He was in shape, you know. I mean, just uh, the – the strapping is the word yeah, for it's him. A good word. I mean, it uh-huh. really was. And uh, just in great shape. And then the picture, you know, you could see how the the disease is, it was taking its toll on him. He was really, really skinny, you know. And, and, uh, and then, you know, got the news this morning that he had passed away. Here is some, uh, some audio from Coach Guy Morris. It was from an interview with uh, WKYT-TV in Lexington. Um, I think it was six years ago um, the interview took place, but he was talking about the onset of dementia. People say, what's wrong with Coach Morris? Why is he doing this? Or He's kind of sluggish. Speech is not what it should be. Things like that that I'm dealing with, along with this disease. Mm-hmm. So. Because you've always been friendly. People like you. Yeah. I go into Kroger and everybody's, hey coach, how you doing? Glad you're back. Uh-huh. You know? And so I want them to know. And they have questions. Now you know. It's tough, isn't it? Uh yeah. It's hard to accept. I feel better. Uh, you know, it's I've always been a great football player, a coach. I could all the world. It's not that hard. You know? 
You wake up, wake up one day and everything connects. The next time you get out of bed, same problem. No problem. You know, it's just day at a time. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, <clears throat> that's hard to listen to. It's hard to hear. But uh, he, he did that interview with, I believe, Dick Gabriel on WKYT in, in Lexington, Kentucky. And because he wanted people to know, you know, what he was going through. Like he said, he'll see people at Kroger at the grocery store, you know, and they'll come up, hey, coach. You know, and normally he'd be, hey, how you doing? You know, right back. And he wasn't like that. So I think he wanted to get the news out there um, of what he was going through. Right. He didn't want people to think that, you know, uh, he he was ignoring them or that he had, his personality was, you know, yeah. like he was being rude or anything sure. like yeah. that. And, and just that two minute clip, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard a clip that, that kind of, hits home more when it comes to CTE and, yeah. and Alzheimer's uh, and how it affects people than that. I mean, it's just really, like you said, it's, it's tough to listen to, but it, it really, you, you feel it, you know what it's like after you hear that clip or you have a, a lot better understanding, yeah. you know, um, because he goes, you can hear it in the clip, how he can, he goes from, one emotion to the next really quickly, you know, as part, as part of it. It's just, it's, it's tough. Here's a little more from uh, WKYT TV. They talked to a doctor to explain uh, guy's situation, coach uh, guy Morris. And the doctor is Dr. Greg Jika, J I C H a explaining uh, what he was going through as it pertains to the CTE. So uh, we know that many NFL players and uh, folks that have engaged in careers where repetitive head injury, even mild head injury, can predispose to a variety of conditions. So when Guy came first came to see me, we had to take a look at that and to figure out exactly what was going on. Uh, through the, the workup, we were able to determine not only does he have a slowly progressive memory and thinking problem, what we coin as a dementia, but state-of-the-art testing, looking at uh, PET scan imaging of the brain, was able to actually detect amyloid plaques in his brain. That is a hallmark feature of Alzheimer's disease. And so it can be confusing at times because the head injury could lead to Alzheimer's. In the case of other athletes like Muhammad Ali, we can see it lead to Parkinson's disease, and the more recently described chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which has really become known as the NFL player's disease, and even more complex than that, sometimes these diseases can all co-occur in the same individual. I think explained very well there by Dr. Greg Zika, and... um... Uh, explaining the situation, and he was one of the doctors for uh, for Guy Morris, again, who passed away at the age of 71 today in Kentucky. Uh, he is survived by his wife, Jackie. You folks remember Jackie when they were here. She was, uh, boy, she was bubbly. She was great. She was a great right-hand person to, uh, to Guy Mo. Uh, their daughters, Colleen, Carrie, Savannah, and Austin, and five grandchildren. So certainly we share the loss of Guy Morris. 
All right, plenty more to come. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in a moment. Check weather and more uh, coming up in a bit. Greg Rubel will join us, the voice of the BYU Cougars. Look forward to visiting with him about Saturday's game. We'll take a break and be right back. John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Hurts in the gun for the Eagles coming left to right in the green shirt. Only heard here. Snap is back. Little read option. He keeps it up the middle and runs slam into a wall and loses yards. All season. Micah Parsons. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Buccaneers Sunday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H-braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. You're invited to experience the best carnival in Central Texas at the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo this October. Grab the whole family and enjoy the games, thrill rides, and all your fair food favorites. Don't miss the opportunity to make memories that will last a lifetime. Purchase a fun pass at your local participating Sefco convenience stores for even more fun and excitement. Each one includes gate admissions and unlimited carnival rides each day of the fair, only $75. Visit HotFair.com today for more information. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back with five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app. Banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC.
Back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios. They were brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. That new location on Loop 340 South coming along nicely. I keep giving you updates there, and you probably get your own updates driving uh, right around the loop, but they've got the sign up on the front of the building. They've got a sign on a billboard there. They've got lights on it, so the building is lit, and uh, it looks spectacular. It, it looks like they are ready to make the move. I don't know I don't know that for sure, but it sure looks like they're ready to make the move, and it's coming uh, very shortly. Uh, John Embry told us uh, first to middle of September, and that's where we are right now on September 6th. So the move coming soon for Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Great thing is that you're going to get the same ownership, same family-operated business covering four generations, serving Central Texas since 1943, even at the new location. Nothing's going to change there. It's John Embry, it's Braden Embry, it's the entire crew at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, where their reputation has been built one customer at a time. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. Remember, they deliver and unload right now, located at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane in Waco, a location in Bryan, and coming soon to the new location on Loop 340 South, right next door to Busby Feed, and seed in Waco. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe on the web at pioneerboys.com. All right, uh, big week ahead for Big 12 football, Aaron. There's some big games coming up on Saturday. Some might say uh, the game in Austin is going to be the biggest game of the weekend. But, man, there are some really good – I mean, Tech and Houston play this weekend. It has a chance to be the biggest margin of victory. (laughs) (laughs) It could be. No, I look – I. Alabama is just so good. Um, but, you know, stranger things have happened. Pa- Texas has some talent, you know. That's right. They have That's a true. lot of talent, as a matter of fact. So y- you never know what could happen. I think Alabama will win. But like I, like I said, I think yesterday, I didn't give A&M any chance to beat Alabama last year either. And, and they managed to pull it off. So That's true. I will be watching. I'm very much looking forward to that game for a couple of reasons yeah yeah but it should be fun yeah and then obviously Baylor and BYU Saturday night in a in a top 25 matchup and that that to me is a uh I mean that is a top-notch game did I hear I'm not gonna say that yeah I started it so I'm gonna say it is is ESPN's game day coming there yes we talked about that on, on Matt Mosley on the Matt Mosley show yesterday uh, it's on Fox so I get no 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 to the Baylor BYU game Oh, no, they're going to be at Texas. Okay, I, I remember y'all were talking about that yesterday, but somebody, I thought, said this morning game day was going to Provo. So I don't think so. We'll I check. will double check. But <laughs> as You know of, what? We can ask Greg. He'll know. <laughs> right. No, you're right. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, we, uh, it looked like, obviously, Fox is carrying the game, so that's going to be their big noon kickoff. Sure. You know, so oh, they'll yeah. have their crew here, but I, I I thought that game day was going to be in Austin mm-hmm. for that game too, which didn't make sense because right. it's a Fox game, right. and you know, I mean, how much they've done know. it before. I mean, on right, a Fox and it game is a big game, there, you know. But, but you would think yeah. that they may pick another one with a couple of top twenty-five teams. I can't think of any right offhand, but yeah, <laughs> Baylor BYU would be a nice one. It really would. Uh, new polls out for the day a day later than normal. Alabama remains number one. Georgia two. Ohio State three. Uh, A&M is number six. That is up. Nope, stays even. They were six a week ago. Oklahoma up two spots to number seven. 
Uh, Notre Dame falls to eight from five to eight. Baylor is up a spot to nine. So Baylor was 10th a week ago. They are number nine this week. Oklahoma State up a spot to number 11. In the AP poll this week, uh, BYU is not in there. I think they were 25th a week ago. And they go and blast uh, South Florida 50. to. Oh, no, no, I'm wrong. They're 21. Yeah, yeah. They're 21. So BYU is uh, 21 up four spots from a week ago. Thanks for that. So uh, those are the highlights of the top 25 poll. Let's take a break. Uh, and when we come back, visit with the voice of the BYU Cougars. He's been there a long time. Greg Rubel. Give us the scoop on the matchup on Saturday. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Recently on Game Time, we welcome into the program Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. If you want to talk about an actual existential threat to Texas high school football, the official shortage is one of those things. I mean, this is something that, you know, look, I don't know if anybody's out there is, is out there going to the game dressed as a referee, wearing the referee jersey with the referee pom-poms, but we need them. Got to have them out there. They're, they're absolutely essential. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, Frontier Waste. Montgomery Construction and Roofing is a second-generation roofing company located in Lorena. Montgomery Construction and Roofing offers commercial and residential roofing, such as shingles, metal roofing, TPO, gutters, roofing repairs, and replacements. Give Montgomery Construction and Roofing a call at 254-655-1024. That's 254-655-1024. Or visit their website, RoofsTexas.com, for a free roof inspection. Montgomery Construction and Roofing proudly supports the Lorena Leopards. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254 254- 
709-210-7092101 or ubeo.com. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Former Baylor coach Guy Morris passed away yesterday at the age of 71. Clemson beat Georgia Tech 41 to 10 to end week one of college football. Week one of the NFL gets started Thursday night with Buffalo facing the LA Rams. Cowboys kick off Sunday night football with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB's Kyle King and Tommy Bowden were named ASC Players of the Week. UMHB is on the road this week to face Whitewater. And you can catch the Larry Harmon Show tonight at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Astros take game one of the series with the Rangers. Game two tonight. Rangers try to snap a nine-game losing streak. First pitch at 7.05. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. You, you mentioned um, BYU. What specifically impressed you about them? They, they looked so good in that first game. Uh, they're a veteran group. They've got, I want to say, there's eight guys back on either side of the ball, and then you know, just they're um, a lot of experience on top of just that as well. So. You know, they've been playing for a while. Um, and there's a great physicality about them. I think their size and their physicality really stands out. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. That's a Monday afternoon assessment on Baylor's next opponent, the BYU Cougars, from Baylor head coach Dave Aranda. Bears and Cougars come up this Saturday evening. Take a nap. It's a 9-15 kickoff central time for Baylor and BYU for the second consecutive year. We're on the air at 7 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas Television on ESPN the mothership, and uh, it's Mark Jones and Robert Griffin III uh, with the play-by-play in color on television on Saturday. Switch over to the BYU Network. You'll hear this man, Greg Rubel, in his 22nd year doing play-by-play for a BYU football, and Greg joins us now. And Hey, man, it's great to have you on. How you doing? John, it's always great to be with you. Thank you so much, and uh, we look forward to uh, Game 2 of this home-and-home and, of course, a preview and a precursor of many Big 12 battles to come. Isn't that interesting the way it worked out? You know, us playing each other for two straight years, and then we just keep right on going right into the Big 12. Yeah, I think it works out tremendously. And and last year was a really, um, uh, I I think, uh, comforting uh, welcome to Waco despite the outcome of the game itself. I think BYU felt the the hospitality was unmatched and felt that it was a heck of a way to, to begin uh, what will become a Big 12 rivalry in years to come. Uh, BYU felt very much uh, at ease and very welcomed, 
and, uh, and, and look forward to you know, what's to come in years to come in the Big 12 going to ask you what you remember most about last year that trip uh you know i remember you from a baylor perspective it was just like a picture perfect weekend of course baylor won the game but it was homecoming it was beautiful weather uh your president rode in our homecoming <laughs> parade which was fun it was great to have you here you know in waco what what uh you know besides the outcome what do you remember about our hospitality in the weekend last year well the uh the the, the BYU logo, uh, along with the Big 12 logo that was affixed in the visiting AD booth on the wall, uh, the fact that uh, I, th- I think you had helped to arrange uh, the pictures of our radio broad- broadcast crew along with the other uh, Big 12 radio crews uh, in the visiting radio booth, uh, the fact that uh, there was so much BYU blue, at least as much BYU blue as they could get into the stands <laughs> that day on a great day for the Baylor fan turnout, uh, the, the size of the venue, uh, the sunshine of the day, uh, it was a perfect day of football. And again, the outcome wasn't to BYU's fans' liking, but uh, you know, everything that surrounded it uh, was perfect, I thought. Yeah. And, and again, just got me really excited and really encouraged about, uh, about conference battles to come. You know, we were only, I think, uh, five weeks removed, I think, from, from BYU being announced as a future Big 12 member at that time in October. And, uh, and, and this year, uh, BYU's entrance into the Big 12 will be a lot closer. And we're probably only a few weeks away now, away now John, of, of seeing the 2023 Big 12 uh, conference football schedule. And, and once that comes out and once BYU starts seeing its name next to other teams and going to other venues in that conference, things will feel even a little more real than they did last year or even this weekend. Yeah, that's true. That'll, that'll really hit home, won't it, when you, when you get that schedule for 2023? Yeah, and, and uh, it's been so long for BYU. This will be their 12th and final season of independence, and it's been a long grind. And BYU uh, fought, you know, fought the good fight, I think, as an FBS independent, really did. But it'll be very nice to, to again, know that you can count on you know, nine games a year against teams you'll become familiar with and be competing for something meaningful. Uh, a conference crown. It's been a long time since BYU's been in the battle for a championship. And as much as everyone's put on a brave face for the last dozen years, it matters to these players and coaches to compete for something like that. Because as an independent, once you pick up your first loss or two of the year, um, you know, you're essentially just trying to get to six wins at that point and get to a postseason. It's a different kind of, of, of objective than you have when you're in a league and in those battles week to week. Greg Rubel, our guest, play-by-play for uh, the BYU Cougars, Baylor's opponent this week. And I'm hearing, uh, just kind of hearing stories about a night game at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. What are we in for this Saturday? Well, I, I hope you'll get there early. I'm sure you will, obviously. Uh, you personally will get there uh, early enough uh, to enjoy the sunset. Uh, it'll still be daytime when you, when you get to the venue, and the sun will set uh, a few minutes before kickoff, as it turns out. Okay. So you'll still get a great view of, of the Wasatch Mountains and a great view of the mountain range that stretches out in front of you. You'll get a sense of what it's like to, uh, to, to have that vista uh, that you don't get to you know, appreciate after nightfall. Uh, but you'll have it in, in full view when you get there. And I think the fans, too, uh, if they get there early enough, will get a real sense of just the, the looming presence of those mountains and how dramatic a backdrop it is for college football. I try to not take it for granted as many years as I've done this. Uh, you get to that, that, that third-floor broadcast booth, and, and, and peeking over the top side of the east uh, grandstand are, are the mountains. Mm-hmm. And then they loom large in front of you. And it, it, it's something I've just always appreciated 
and have never you know gotten tired of seeing when I when I come to the office on a game day. Wow. Looking forward to it. That's great. Uh, you know, we were out there for basketball. It's been a while, 2011, and I walked around on campus. It's just a beautiful campus and a beautiful area, so really look forward to that. Then we get down to, uh, you know, kind of bare knuckles, uh, the game. The game kicks off, and what a great matchup, huh, between Baylor and BYU on the field Saturday. Yeah, you know, BYU last year uh, threw for a ton of yards, uh, 342, uh, John, but, but they were doing a lot of it in comeback mode uh, because Baylor – was so prolific on, on, on both the ground and through the air. What a balanced attack Baylor had last year. Uh, Coach Grimes' offense, um, you know, they, they threw the ball for 230, and, and they ran for 300. And, and once they got that lead and, and kind of reasserted themselves or asserted themselves in the trenches, it was going to be a struggle for BYU. The Cougs ran for only 67 yards that day. And their, their NFL draft pick running back, Tyler Algier, was held to 33 on an average of 2.2 yards per carry. And, and so Baylor got the job done where it needed to and, and took BYU's ground game out of the game. And the pass numbers were good, and Puka Nakua had a huge day, 168 yards, uh, five catches for BYU, a touchdown. Uh, he was catching long balls all day, but uh, in the end, uh, Baylor was, uh, was well worthy of a two-touchdown victory at 38-24. to And, again, the sense coming out of it was BYU had a little bit of work to do to get to Big, Tw- to, to Big 12 level on the fronts. And we'll see, you know, just how much work BYU's done in that respect on Saturday. We'll see if BYU's narrowed the gap or can narrow the gap a little bit on what felt like a pretty sizable advantage last season in Waco. What about Jaron Hall, your quarterback? Uh, another year's experience. Uh, Coach Aranda was saying he's better than this year than he was last year. Solid start for Jaron. Uh, 25 for 32 for 261, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, the pick, uh, the offensive coordinator took uh, blame for the pick that Jaron threw in the end zone or near the end zone last week at South Florida. Uh, he didn't run a lot last week, uh, five carries, 17 yards. Um, but he, he, is, he, 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 he can beat you with his legs, and he can really take off and do some good things. Last year against uh, Baylor in Waco, there was that 56-yard touchdown run. Uh, he ended up with 25 yards is all on the day uh, when you take away the sacks, and there were a lot of them that day, but he had a 56-yard scamper for a score, so that's who Jaron Hall is. And, uh, again, really nice start in Tampa last Saturday, and uh, didn't have to do a lot. Uh, he, he had one deep ball that was dropped, uh, down the far sideline that could have given him a bigger day. As it was, uh, a lot of short stuff, uh, just a handful of intermediate passes and a heavy reliance on the ground game at USF. BYU ran for 314 at South Florida this past Saturday. And so uh, they, they, they knew where they could get some things done and did it, in large part due to the entrance of Christopher Brooks onto the BYU stage. Chris Brooks replaces Tyler Algier. Chris Brooks is a Cal transfer, a P5 running back. And he went 13 for 135, so a 10.4 yard per carry average on the weekend in Tampa with a 52-yard touchdown. So uh, that's the plan for BYU right now is to have uh, Chris Brooks occupy the Tyler Algier-like workhorse role and hope that BYU can be a more balanced team on offense than it was last year in Waco. Greg, what about defensively? What's, what's the strength of the defense? I think you've got a lot of returning guys. Uh, how is your defense this year maybe compared to the one we saw last year? Well, the defense that uh, Baylor saw last year in Waco was already missing some pretty important pieces. The most, uh, the most prominent was Keenan Peely. Keenan Peely, 
a middle linebacker quarterback of the defense left with a torn ACL in the third game last season, and it really affected this BYUD. You never want to say too much rides on just one guy, but sometimes one guy can be that important to the unit, and Keenan Peely was last year for BYU, and it wasn't the only injury by any stretch. There were a lot of defensive injuries last year that hit BYU, uh, and, and I thought they, they peaked probably in that third game before Keenan Peely went out and then kind of struggled the rest of the way to kind of maintain that uh, that level they achieved in the early weeks of the campaign against all those Pac-12 programs. But the biggest news for BYU is that Keenan Peely is back. Uh, the linebacking core is at full strength right now. The D-line is deep. They'll play 10, 11, 12 guys on a rotation. And they really do feel, and maybe one of the biggest differences, John, from last year to this is, they feel that they have four corners to play two spots. They, and, and they rotated starting corners last week. And so they essentially feel they have four number one corners and use them to play two spots. Uh, and, and foremost among the novelty at corner is a Vanderbilt transfer named Gabe Judy Lally. And uh, yes, Vanderbilt struggles as an SEC program, but he was a starting corner in the SEC. That means you're seeing a lot of great talent on the outside. And so they bring in Gabe Judy Lally, and uh, that's, that's given them a real influx on the edge there at cornerback. So, uh, again, one game in, but so far so good. Uh, BYU held USF to fewer than 300 yards, only 12 first downs by the Bulls last week. BYU led 38 nothing before USF scored a point. So uh, that's the kind of game it was Saturday in Tampa, and the defense just looked solid. Greg, final thought. What what uh, what what's the thinking of maybe maybe the team, but maybe the fan base also with a Big Twelve school coming in? Is this sort of a a measuring stick, you know, in some respects, uh, you know, of where BYU is right now, headed into the Big Twelve next year? Yeah, not only a measuring stick for for how BYU competes with Baylor based on just the, the series itself we're talking about last year and this, but as Kalani Sitake views Baylor as the standard in the Big Twelve, it, it is by you know a greater uh, sense. Where does BYU fit in this league? You know, how can BYU compete with what BYU views to be the best team in this league? So I, I think it's a, it's a barometer, uh, not only against a team, but against a conference, if you will. And, and so this is an important weekend for BYU to show, again, just how much improvement they've made uh, from one season to the next and where they might fit uh, in, in the Big 12. Now, that said, uh, the BYU will enter the Big 12 next year missing – a lot of the guys you're going to see on Saturday. There's the expectation that this is Jared Hall's last season. Uh, for Chris Brooks, it'll be a final season. For some wide receivers, it'll be a final season. So this may not be the group that gets into the Big 12, but as a program, Kalani can take a look at this game and say, here's where we are in year number seven of the Sitake era and how it sets us up for the springboard into P5 play. Wow. Well, it's going to be fun. Man, I appreciate your time. Thanks very much. Thanks for all your help, and uh, look forward to seeing you on Saturday. John, it's always a pleasure. I've appreciated your friendship and hospitality over the years. We look forward to seeing you in the booth at Lavelle Edwards Stadium and doing this again over uh, years to come. Very kind. Thanks very much, Greg. Greg Rubel, the great voice of the BYU Cougars, Baylor and BYU on Saturday from Lavelle Edwards Stadium in Provo, Utah, at the base of the Wasatch Mountains. How about that description of the sun setting over the mountains? (laughs) Oh, man. Is that like great? a nice road trip? Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. I will, uh, Aaron. I'll get you a picture. It's the best I can do if you're not going to be there. But so I'll get nice. you a picture so nice. of the sun setting <laughs> over the Wasatch Mountains. <laughs> but that uh, that'll be spectacular. I know. I haven't seen the sunset over the mountains, but I know what he's talking about. Uh, just the backdrop, you know, opposite side from where we are in the press box, looking across that way. The mountains in the background. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just spectacular there. So. 
That's going to be fun. I mean, it's going to be fun, but it's uh, it's all business for the Baylor football team, and they've got their hands full against BYU on Saturday. Again, uh, on the air at 7 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. Kick- kickoff uh, 9.20 is what they tell us, 9.20 Central Time. And uh, uh, it's right here on ESPN Central Texas, television on ESPN Television. So a lot of fun with this matchup between Baylor and BYU. Tell you what, I think they are Big 12 ready. I mean, I think BYU is is ready to step right into the Big 12. Yeah, I think they can compete with any team mm-hmm. in the Big 12. And, you know, they he, he talked about some of the players that they got were able to improve through the transfer portal, probably the biggest thing that the biggest difference last year when they played Baylor was team speed. Mm. You could just tell, you know, that Baylor was just faster everywhere. And I think they've closed that gap with, uh, uh, with their recruiting this year and the players added through the transfer portal. It's just a matter of, did they close it enough? Yeah. And I guess we'll see <laughs> that right. Saturday. That's right. That That's what it is. Like he said, it's a barometer, you know, for them and for us, for Baylor also, to see where this year's Baylor team is also. All right. Thanks to uh, Greg Rubel. Great to visit with him. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. We'll look ahead. We will uh, have some birthdays to share with you. Plenty more to come. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. I was over at the stadium earlier, got our uh, equipment. Bob Baker uh, packed it up, and I rolled it back across the river and uh, left it to be loaded on the truck, headed out to Provo, Utah. But there, and just kind of get that sense of the Baylor Club whenever you're in the vicinity. So many great things happening at the Baylor Club. Check it out on the web at thebaylorclub.com. Then, if that piques your interest, give them a call Ask questions about membership, about reserving a space for a, a private event, or just reserving a space for uh, for lunch or dinner at the Baylor Club. 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Winkle Lions football on ESPN Central Texas. The Lions host the Granberry Pirates in a district opener this Thursday night. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tuse and me this Thursday as the Lions take on Granberry, presented by Bird Coach at Ford. Our coverage of Lions football begins at 6.30 with the pregame show, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. It's Waco and Granberry, presented by Bird Coach at Ford on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. 
This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. Looking for answers to your financial questions? In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we break down investments and wealth management in a Q&A style format. I'm Joe Kalea with the Kalea Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. That's kept us free. It's a place to belong. What's the calling? Being a member of the Air Force Reserve. It's doing a job that makes a difference. Serving your community and your country. It's part-time service where the impact is full-time. And the experience, education, and other benefits you receive can enhance your civilian career and your life. What's your calling? Air Force Reserve. To find out about local job opportunities with the Air Force Reserve at Joint Base San Antonio-Lackland or Naval Air Station Joint Reserve Base Fort Worth, call 800-257-1212 or go to afreserve.com. Sponsored by the Air Force Reserve and aired in cooperation with the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Former Baylor coach Guy Morris passed away yesterday at the age of 71. Clemson beat Georgia Tech 41 to 10 to end week one of college football. Week one of the NFL gets started Thursday night with Buffalo facing the LA Rams. Cowboys kick off Sunday night football with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB's Kyle King and Tommy Bowden were named ASC Players of the Week. UMHB is on the road this week to face Whitewater. And you can catch the Larry Harmon Show tonight at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Astros take game one of the series with the Rangers. Game two tonight. Rangers try to snap a nine-game losing streak. First pitch at 7.05. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes. Only on ESPN Central Texas. With us, the uh, Terry Morris uh, country bump of the day on this Tuesday. Good suggestion, babe. Very good. Gre- uh, there's a Greg Rubel. No, Garth Brooks <laughs> brings us back for the final segment. Hey, we're brought to you in part by Alliance Bank Central Texas. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. Also by, uh, ooh, we skipped right over Diamore, didn't we? 
Did I miss that? I did. Ooh, sorry about that. Truett, hit it. Where Waco gets engaged. My bad. Uh, D'Amore Fine Jewelers gives me time to remind you about a great event this Saturday at D'Amore from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's their annual first responders event where they say thank you to our active local first responders. Uh, It's this Saturday, September 10th, 11 to 3. Come for free jewelry, swag bags, food, drinks, and a raffle for an exclusive Blue Line, Red Line, Citizen Eco Drive watch only at D'Amore Fine Jewelers. Check it out this Saturday, the annual first responders event. Tell you what, uh, tomorrow in the 3 o'clock hour, we're going to be live at D'Amore, so come by and visit with us there, and we'll tell you more. We'll give you the inside scoop on their first responders event coming up on Saturday, but put that on your calendar between 11 and 3 on Saturday at D'Amore. All right, uh, Aaron, uh, about some, uh, well, before we get to birthdays, Matt Mosley is coming up next. What do you guys have planned between 4 and 6 coming up this afternoon? Uh, We will talk with former Baylor standout Dominique Ziegler about the passing of Coach Guy Morris uh, earlier today. We will also talk with Kevin Reynolds. He is the uh, BYU beat reporter for the Salt Lake Tribune. And we will talk about, obviously, the Baylor-BYU game coming up Saturday night. And we will also talk with Baylor men's tennis coach Michael Woodson. So it's a action-packed show plus campus confidential we've got the latest ap top 25 poll and some other uh, college football news to go over action-packed absolutely all right so that's coming up between four and six keep it here for the matt mosley show coming up top of the hour and remember game time weekday mornings seven to nine a.m with tom ward and ryan uh your first word in local sports game time get your day started right here on espn central texas All right, Aaron, some birthdays to mention today. Mm, How about this? Tommy Lou Davis's birthday today. Happy birthday to to Tommy Lou. Uh, Tony Pruitt's birthday today. I know a lot of you folks know him here in the area. Matt Ritchie, former Baylor uh, football player. It is his birthday today. Uh, Bruce Carbonara's birthday is today. Happy birthday to uh, Big Bruce. Mm, Jana Samen's birthday. Jana is uh, the better half, and and Matt would agree, of Matt Samen. Happy birthday to Jana. Uh, It's Kelly McCarver's birthday. Uh, Happy birthday to Kelly. We used to be neighbors over there on Stone Ridge. Happy birthday to her. Um, Cal Spangler's birthday today. Happy birthday to him. And Chris Metz's birthday today as well. So great group. Uh, September 6th, big birthday day. Who uh, do you have to add to the birthday list today? I have a couple. Uh, former Pink Floyd member Roger Waters is 79. I guess he still is. I mean, he just doesn't tour with them anymore. So yeah. We'll just say Pink Floyd, Roger Waters. There seven, you go. Turns 79. Comedian Jeff Foxworthy turns 64. Actress Rosie Perez turns 58. And actor Idris Elba turns 50. He was... Uh, a big part of one of my all-time favorite shows. He played Stringer Bell on The Wire. He also played Hemdall in the uh, Thor movies. I don't know if he was in the new one because uh. I haven't seen it yet. It comes out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, what is the, let's see, today's the 6th? Thursday. Oh, really? So I will be able to watch it Thursday. So I don't go. know if, uh, I actually, yeah, 
died, I think, in one of the because it wasn't a huge character, uh-huh. but um, I think he died in one of the movies. But that doesn't always mean anything, you know what I mean? Like right. things have a way of people have a way of reappearing after they die yeah. in Marvel movies. So. <laughs> that's but true. Probably best known. I mean, he has he's had he's been in a ton of stuff, but best known to me for for his uh, role in The Wire. I had no idea he was English. That's how good he was. Yeah. That's impressive. All right, very good. Birthday's there. And uh, speaking of movies, have you seen or do you have any interest in the new uh, The Lord of the Rings saga that's out now? I do. I haven't yet. Okay. You haven't seen it yet? No. Okay. I just, MJ told me it was like $20 per episode that they spent on producing that thing. Yeah, I think with buying the rights and what they've spent on production, it's it's over a billion for Amazon. For that series, I think that's correct. Yeah, because right? I think I saw a YouTube video on that, but I haven't been able to watch it yet. But it's available, right? It's on yeah. Prime, yeah. Amazon yeah. Prime, mm-hmm. right now. So uh, I, I'd I'd like to see that. I don't know if Terry will like that one <laughs> or not, but I would like to see it. All right, a couple of other things here uh, before we move out of the way. Uh, the Big Twelve schedule on Saturday. Uh, we mentioned it in passing, but there are some really big games on Saturday. Uh, Baylor BYU, not the least of which, maybe at the top of the list, Baylor and BYU. But you've also got, uh, of course, Alabama and Texas, 11 a.m. kickoff on Fox from Austin. You've got the Cy Hawk matchup, Iowa State at Iowa. That's three o'clock on the Big Ten Network. I bet Houston and Texas Tech play each other on Saturday afternoon at three. It's on FS1. There was a pretty good troll post on Twitter. Related to the Iowa-Iowa State game by an Iowa fan. It said, this past weekend, Iowa State invited back all former players who were on Cyclone 10-win teams. They're pictured here in front of the trophy case, which displays Cyclone (laughs) Big 8 and Big 12 championships. And there's no one there and there's no trophies because they've never had a 10-win season or won a Big 12 or Big 8 championship. I laughed so hard. I'm like... That is a great troll from an in-state yeah. rival. Yeah. That's pretty good. Oh, man. You think that's not a heated rivalry? <laughs> they are serious. That's pretty good. All right, so that comes up. Uh, that one on the Big Ten Network at 3 o'clock. Houston at Tech on FS1, 3 o'clock on Saturday. We've got one conference game Saturday. Kansas plays at West Virginia. So those two uh, getting the jump on everybody else playing a conference game that is at uh, 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. in the Eastern Time Zone from Morgantown on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Oklahoma hosting Kent State. Uh, Oklahoma State hosting Arizona State. Um, TCU hosting Tarleton, first meeting ever. So the Texans will be in Fort Worth for that game. And then uh, first game of the day is Missouri at Kansas State, uh, 11 a.m. on ESPN2. So, you're going to have uh, Big 12 football for, mm, I'm going to say about 13 straight hours, maybe more on Saturday. Kicks off with two games at 11 a.m. and ends with Baylor at BYU, which will be over probably after midnight on Saturday. So a big day ahead on Saturday for the Big 12. We'll keep you uh, updated on that, talk more about it as the week progresses. Thanks to Greg Rubel, who was on with us, voice of the BYU Cougars. If you missed any or all of that or want to share it, it's available on the website at SyntechSportsFan.com or just search social media at 1660 ESPN. You can get that interview and all the interviews and full shows here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Also, we uh, remember uh, Guy Morris today, passed away this morning. You heard uh, some audio from him, an interview from a few years ago. Just really speaks to the uh, uh, traumatic uh, brain injuries that he had to deal with uh, later in life. And again, we just wish nothing but the best for Jackie and their kids and their grandkids. Um, We share in, in the loss of Guy Morris. Stay tuned. Uh, Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. I think we're to the point where, you know, we're kind of like hopefully ready to kick the door down a little bit.